Why wait until Friday to start your weekend? Go ahead, start right now. You're thirsty now, and 93.7 The Ticket is here to help you stock up. Just in time for the weekend when I like to hit the clubs. Time to broaden your horizons and try some new wine and beer. It's Thirsty Thursday with Kevin Meyer from Meyer's Cork and Bottle. That's right up your alley, boy. You? No pop. No, see, I know the difference. When you pull out the good wine, pop, pop. When you pull out the twisty, when you pull out the beer, there's a difference. Boy, you know that I mean? dude there, boy. I'm just glad you stayed around, brother. I, yeah, I know your boy Jay was talking about your boy. Yeah. If it wasn't for my boy Austin, I wouldn't know how you was doing. I thought you, was, I thought me and you was better than that, Kenny Will Hyde. Bro, I told you I ain't had nothing to do with that. My name Bennett. I ain't in it. <laughs> uh, Kevin, Strick and I were and talking about this on the show today. Fishing, sport or no? No, it's a hobby. Ooh. See, I heard that go. conversation, and go. a lot of people think fishing is a sport. Nah. But well, I mean, if you can turn anything into a competition, it yeah. doesn't make it a sport. They Thank have you. it on ESPN. Thank you. And yeah. ABC on Sunday or whatever day right. it is. Fishing competitions. ESPN stands for Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. So okay, it doesn't break necessarily it down, have yeah. to be All a right, sport. Break, it, break down. it down. You see, my man? Yes, sir. Tell us what it really TI what, is. What, exactly what he said. Uh, real question. What do we got? Are we taking out the fishing boat with us or not? Uh, yes and yes. I don't pass the Dutchie. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Drink, I'm drinking left. that too. No, sir. I'm just playing. <laughs> Let's start with the beer first. You know, in my efforts to remain topical, we, uh, you know, you got to understand who your audience is. And mm. Austin, we're trying to, there's levels to this stuff. Levels, okay. And uh, we're in the develop. What level we own? Well, well, this this is kind of you know training wheels a little bit. Okay, so Aust- level one strict. Level yeah, one. level one. Austin's not a big drinker, and that's cool. I mean, you don't have to be. But my plan is is that I want to expose you to some things that you wouldn't normally have been exposed to. Mm. Explain why they taste the way they do, or why they smell the way they do, or what they'll go with, or the history behind it. So even if it's not really your bag you can appreciate why it is the way that it is. You mean in your bag, like no, crossing no, some, oh, no. I, oh, I thought, I mean, I thought maybe it was on no, the same page. No, okay, so not. tell me this. <laughs> when you when you say about, when you talk about getting into, you know, uh, making the adjustment of figuring out how it is it matches with something, or mm-hmm. what is that, what is that your meaning? Is it food? Is it, you know, just kind of, Generally speaking, yeah. It's mostly food? It's mostly food, especially with wine. Now, when you get into mixology, there are different ingredients that that go well together. And then when it's done correctly, the uh, the whole becomes greater than the sum of the parts. That's not that different from, say, like a wine and food pairing. So, um, you know, perfect example, just Cabernet and a good cut of of beef, um, you know, cab in a slab. The wine brings the food up a level. The food brings the wine up a level, and together they're they're bigger than they would be independently of each yeah, other. Yeah. So what we're having is a uh, brand new beer from White Elm Brewing it's right really here good, in Good Old actually. Lincoln. It's a peach beer. Yeah. Peach wheat, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's a good springtime beer. It's warming up outside. We've got Mother's Day coming up, so this might be a, a beer that your mom might like. And if you're not a big beer person. Uh, this would be a beer because it, it has that peach flavor, uh, and it's a natural peach taste. It's not like a candy peach taste. Um, 
but just is kind of meant to uh, sort of set set the tone for the uh, for the outside. You know, I, I think of like when I think of peach trees, so they're starting to bloom on the mm-hmm. trees and then they'll turn into fruit and you know it's just sort of the uh, the growth of the spring and, and getting everything woke back up so again. this is the kind of this is the kind of beer that maybe for like a birthday party or a uh, when the women are having their you know the baby yeah. shower yeah. kind of brunchy or kind of brunchy yeah. yeah this ain't the patio pounder where you go out there and it's monday night football and you just start it's not a away. it's not a beer that you drink with the boys yeah see See Austin, I was right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Patio. But can you hold that can up for a sec? Yeah, up to the camera. That's a classy can. That is very. Yeah. Classy. That's a that's a that's a brunch. And it is Peachy King. Can. What a name! Yes, it is called Peachy King, and, and it's brewed right here Pic- in Lincoln. Picnic can. Picnic mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. See, that's the kind of you can see it like a you know just going out on a little picnic maybe with the yeah. honey. You sit down, you know, yeah, you got some sandwiches and some yeah, yeah, maybe a little little fruit, little uh, mm-hmm. you know, little kissy kiss in the. <laughs> Underneath the tree, <laughs> my type of—that's my type that, of date. Finger up, classy. Finger yeah. up, classy. Yeah, I, I like it. The peach isn't overpowering. It's definitely right. there. Like it, it hits you a little bit at first, then you get just the regular beer as it goes. I got the peach aftertaste, so mm-hmm. getting it at, at the front and then again at the back—that's nice. It does kind of follow it back up. So it starts peachy, and then in the middle is a little more beer, and then finishes peachy on the back end. Hence too. the name, Peachy King. Peachy King, absolutely. Shall we move on to the wine? I love it. Let's do it. All right. Strick trying to get a job, Kev. Man, I I work for Kev. As a beer connoisseur. Kev Kev saw me going there and sit down and have a great conversation with his staff. Kev Kev knows I show up, don't I, Kev? Yes, he does. He does. All right. And uh, always shows up with enthusiasm on Thirsty Thursdays, and uh, he's a great ambassador for Myers Cork and Bottle. What was that? What was the uh, commercial with the uh, hair club for men? Not only am I the president. Not only if I'm a member, but I'm also the president. There you uh-huh. go. You, hey, did you see Shaq and them talking about old boy hairline? They, kill they, they killed him. Oh, yeah, you heard Shaq come on. We all, blah, we all blah, blah, blah. We all... They, they was killing LeBron <laughs> with his hairline back. Well, yeah, Shaq right. lost a bet that one time and had to shave it on air. Or, well, mm-hmm. shaved it you know before and to be on air. So it was. Was it the same hairline as Stephen A? Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. Oh, he's yeah. way well, back. Yeah, that was that was something. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right. we got off Sorry, track. We got off track. Off track. Okay, <laughs> so this is the Adrian Peterson of uh, of rosé wine. It's called Rosé All Day. And uh, it is just, again, this is a bring it to your mom's house for Mother's Day brunch. Um, sit on the patio with your girl with some fruit. Uh, you know, and what's interesting about rosé is that the wine's pink. That's why they call it rosé. But it's made from red grapes. And so when they, uh, when they make the wine, they crush the grapes and they allow the skins to stay in contact for just a very limited amount of time. And that process is called maceration. And uh, so when they make a red wine, they let those skins stay in contact with the juice for a much more extended period of time. With the rosé, it's separated and then um, uh, it's fermented relatively dry, meaning that the, most of the residual sugars are now gone. And, uh, and then you drink it like a white. So it's really a hybrid of a red and a white or like mm-hmm. a, you know, sort of a halfway between. Um, and, and they're just really nice. They have a real fresh fruit sort of, you know, yeah. flavor and, and just very easy to drink. I, I think, Kevin, this is a this is a great crossover wine, mm-hmm. it seems to me, where if you've been so accustomed to white, you like whites, you're in the Grigios or whatever the case may be. 
and you hit this it's a slow crossover into wanting to jump into red is that is would that be a good way of listen to strict talk about a crossover yeah. over here he's yeah <laughs> hey. yes i i would say that would very much be the the case if if you want to expand your horizons without uh you know kind of you, you can't you can't go work out twice and then expect to to spar with Ali. Am I right? Facts. So uh, you it, facts. Don't jump over. Don't jump over there and think you're going. You know, yeah, you like might get I said, read it out. There's levels to this stuff. Yeah. And so if you want to expand your horizons, maybe you started with uh, um, Riesling, Riesling, or or, mm-hmm. or White Zinfandel, mm-hmm. or your or or like your uh, Arbor Mist or something like that, and you want to expand or your, your Boone's Farm. Or your Boone's Farm. I was going to say Boone's Farm. Back in the day, <laughs> you haven't lived until you've had strawberry yeah, hills. Yeah, until you had again. some strawberry <laughs> hills and Boone Farm. Yeah, Mad yeah. Dog Twenty Twenty. Oh, I'm sorry, we no, all no. Right. we all track. Let's go. Let's see, but uh, it, a nice dry light rosé is a great way yeah. to expand your uh, your horizons and your palate, and uh, just without being overwhelming, and uh, um, goes oh. w- goes well with. This ain't a Rick anything. Ross rosé. This isn't Ricky rosé. <laughs> okay, no, okay. no, we do carry that though. Okay. Oh, you got that? I, oh yeah. I get a little more of a body of a red, but the street sweet of a white. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's just yeah, and it's chilled That's what and I it's say. clean. I and then, you. you know, I, oh, I, I these rosés, I, I also get kind of like fresh strawberry, not in a sweet way, but in mm-hmm. just sort of a fruity yeah. sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just really nice for the warmer weather. Love so, it. I, I gotta ask. I'm looking at the bottle, and I see. On the label, two different things. Vegan-friendly and gluten-free on the back. Yes. Um, is that not all wine? Uh, gluten-free, yes. Okay, I was going to say. Vegan-friendly, sure. not always. Because, believe it or not, um, sometimes a winemaker will use egg whites as a fining technique. And and the sediment... Say what? Really? Yeah, so they'll put egg whites... Uh, while the wine is basically resting and it the uh there's something that chemically happens where the sediment will attach itself to those egg whites and then they're then they're fined off and uh and so if you're using animal product of any type then it's no longer vegan you know most winemakers don't do that i think it's one of those things that there's a certain population of people that that's what they're looking for. So if they put it on the label that, you know, the sales will go up. Um, but it's just like anything, you know, do your research. Don't just read the headlines, read the fine print. And, uh, and that's true, whether it's wine or politics or anything <laughs> else, you know what I mean? So who would have thought to put eggs in wine? Like the science yeah. behind that is one thing, but that's a harebrained idea. Eggs and wine and well, science. And you would think, life. but you have to remember that they've been making wine for 10,000 years mm. right sure. sure and so they eons in time back when there's dragons flying around <laughs> like, that's right yeah it's like the mesopotamians or something but uh even um, genghis kong has some... <laughs> since the beginning of of you mankind know. really and 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 really what it had to do with was um the form always follows the function right so <laughs> out of, it it was sort of born out of necessity and and what was necessary was um drinking water was generally tainted with bacteria they didn't have water treatment plants and so they're drinking it straight out of the stream or whatever else and and it could potentially make people sick and so um people are pretty in, in, in intuitive and pretty ingenious in general and, and inventive and um so they figured out that if they allowed the juice to sort of ferment from yeast 
uh, it created alcohol, which killed off the bacteria, so it became something safe for them to consume in a liquid form. And uh, so more people were drinking alcohol than wine. I mean, alcohol than water back then because. You won't even want to get sick. Well, I Bubbly mean, stomachs. I, I can't say, you know, how many people were drinking water versus how many people were drinking <laughs> wine. But um, I will say that uh, there's always a reason why it was created and why a reason why and a reason why it's stuck around. And, and uh, obviously, these processes have been fine tuned over over thousands of years. Facts. And uh, and so today, all you have to do is walk into Myers Cork and Bottle and. Uh, there it is. Throw out thirteen ninety nine for a bottle of rosé all day. Okay, so that's the rosé thirteen ninety nine. The uh, Keen. Uh, those are run you. Those are like uh, they come in six packs. I think they're eleven bucks, ten ninety nine, something like that. Ten ninety nine for a six pack. Go down there to Kevin's Meyer, Kevin Myers Cork and Bottle address. Drop it yes. on us. Where do you walk in? Twelve forty four South Street, right on the corner of Thirteenth and South Street. Can't miss the neon. Cannot miss it. Staff is phenomenal, and there's always strict picks and. Uh, Will Heights wines and all that. Kenny's keepers. Kenny's keepers. Kenny's keepers. You got. I don't know. Informant's favorite. Informant's Everything favorite. you want is in there. And look, and the good thing about it too, it's not just wine. It's not just beer. It's also we've got spirits. We've got champagne. Spirits. We've got um, yeah. catering services. So we do uh, bar service for everything from wedding receptions to tailgates, and uh, we're really a full service place. And uh, we uh, try to treat everyone with a plus service and with the best products. Good if stuff. you treat them like you treat us, mission accomplished. All right. We appreciate you. Good man. Go Thanks, by and Kev. check him out. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Kev. We got to get out of here for a quick break. Streaky is Burp off. you and put you Thursday. to sleep. <laughs> you, you over there. Thursday, Thursday, on one. He's on a, one. Having a great time here. What a wonderful day. You guys be safe out there. Be careful. Jay Foreman will rejoin Old School when we get back right after this. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School. With DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.